Welcome to Live Doc, your online Doc Yomi Shear. Shalom Aleichem, welcome back to today's Daf Yemi, which is Mayat Katan Daf Hey. We are holding at the very end of Daladam and Beis. Umesaknen es kilkui hamayim, shebir shusarabn, an choylamayid, they may repair these damaged um, water supply facilities, which are needed for the Rabbim, as we learned yesterday. All public works can be done on choylamayid, even though they involve malacha. Says the Gemara, Chatita in. Mesaknin means to repair, to clean out, to unplug, to unclog the water conduits, the, the pits, the water supply system. Chatita in. Cleansing, unclogging, clearing. That can be done. But Chafir But not to actually construct a new boyer, a new cistern. You can't dig. To that extent, we, don't, we are not matter. Amar Rabbi Yaakov, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, lo yishano. That only applies to Elashein Rabbim Tzrichan Lahem. We are currently speaking. The Rabbim doesn't need this additional facility. So therefore you can't construct a new facility that they don't, they don't really need currently on Chal HaMayid. They have enough water without it. So cleaning out Unclogging, unplugging, clearing. Chatita, that's motor regardless because, you know, the Rabbim's needs are certainly unpredictable. It appears that they don't need, they have enough, but you never know. So you can go prepare a backup system. You can increase the capacity through Chatita, clearing, cleaning up the virus. But to actually dig a new one, to that extent of Malacha, that's us. Unless they actually need it. Chafir is only allowed, is not allowed. That's only a concern when they don't actually need it. But if the Rabbim needs it, they currently need it. They're running short. Even digging is mutter. You can construct a new bar. Because So we have two things. Chatita, clearing, unplugging. Cleaning up the birds, that can be done even though it appears that, currently speaking, there is no immediate need for it. But chafir is only mutter when there is a need. Asks the Gemara, V'chirabim tzrichan lahem emishari, do you mean to say that when there is a current need, the Rabbim needs this extra facility, you can actually construct it anew? Is that mutter? Is that true? By the time you listen to this price, which indicates otherwise. Chafira, constructing a new facility, is always Asr, even for the Rab, even when they need it. The Brisa says, buyers. You can clear out, you can clean up, you can unclog. Boyers, these different types of water uh, storage holes. Shel Yachid, which belong to an individual, individually owned facilities can be cleaned up on Chalamayid to allow them to gather water. So, Chatita is mutter. Ve'enter shal rabim. Of course, it belongs to the rabim. Chatita is mutter. But, digging, constructing anew, ve'en chayfren boiders, sichnum oris, shal rabim. You can't even do that for the sake of the rabim. Ve'enter achleimah, of course, there's no need to say that it cannot be done if it's shal yachid. End quote. 
So the Brisa clearly indicates that Chatita is always Motor, but not Chafira. My love, should we not assume? What is the circumstance here? They need it or they don't need it? Bishirabim Tzrichan Lahem. Shouldn't we assume that it's currently needed? It's for immediate use, and still the Brisa doesn't allow Chafira, even for Rabim. Lord, no. Bishain Rabim Tzrichan Lahem. Speaking, there is no current need for this additional um, facility. And therefore, we, do, we can't do Chafira, even for the Rabim. If they need it, we allow it. But if it's just a, for a backup, for added security, we can't go to this extent. Dig a new burr? That's us. Okay, now, the brides appeared together, Rabbim and Yachid. So they bundled them together. Chatita can be done by Rabbim and by Yachid. Chafir cannot be done by Rabbim or by Yachid. Now you're telling me, the Bryce is speaking when the Rabbim don't need it. And that's why Chafir is us. They cover Sogabiyachad. Let's assume the same situation is taking place by the Yachad, which is mentioned in this Bryce. We assume that the Bryce is speaking about the very same case, the very same situation. Rabbim don't really need it, and Yachad don't, doesn't really need it. They cover Sogabiyachad, Shein Tzarech. So the Yachad case, the individually owned facility in this price is speaking, when he doesn't really need he has enough without this bar. She'ein yachad tzarech lahem. Says the Gemar Chatita Mishari. I have another kasha. If it's a private bar, he doesn't really need it for chalamayid. You can't even clean it out. There's no hatta to clean a bar out for a yachad when he doesn't really need it for chalamayid. It's not tzarech hamayid. So by the Rabbim, he explained that, you know, the Rabbim's needs are unpredictable. You never know how much they need. So we allow some extra work for them. But Chatita for a Yachid, who doesn't need it? It's certainly Yasser. Vatanya, as we have in the following price. A privately owned facility. You can pour water in there. You can gather water into this into this bar, but you cannot repair it. You can't clean it out. You can't cover the cracks. That's by Yachad. But if it belongs to the Rabbim, you can clean it out. You can cover up the cracks. You can repair their bar. Now we have a, a stira between Bryson number one, which allowed Chatita for a Yachid, and Bryson number two, which doesn't allow, right? So the only way to really reconcile the stira is by saying that the most recent b'risa that doesn't allow chatita bari yachad is speaking when he doesn't need it. So why go through the extra effort unnecessarily? It doesn't justify on chalamayid. Whereas the b'risa number one which allowed chatita bari yachad apparently it's speaking when he needs it. He's being supplied by this bar and therefore chatita is mutter. That's the only way to reconcile this Apparent contradiction. Again, Bryson number one allows Chatita by the Barha Yachid because we're speaking that he needs it for Chalamoid. Bryson number two does not allow because he doesn't need it. And if that's the case, that Bryson number one is speaking that there is a current need for this facility, now back to the other cash. It undoes our, our Pshat. 
which was that the Brisa, speaking when we don't need it, and therefore we don't allow Khafir for the Rabbim, we're just proven otherwise. Apparently, Brisa number one is speaking when they need it. Yachad needs it, the Rabbim needs it, and still the Brisa only allows Khatita. No Khafira. No Khafira. Didn't Rabbi Yechna tell us that the Rabbim could be Khafira Bar when they need it? That's a Kasha, Rabbi Yechna. Says the Gemara, Velamai. So apparently, we have to say, Vishiyachit Saruch Lahem. That the, the first price of speaking, the Yachad needs the bar. The Gavasabagabar Rabbim. Let's assume that the parallel case of the Rabbim that's mentioned in Bryson number one is also speaking, Mishrabim Srikhan Lahem. We need it for Chalamayit. And still we say, repair is Mutta, but not constructing. Chafirami Asr, is that true that you can't construct a new bar if the Rabbim need it? We have a brisa. Not only does Rabbi Yechon say it's mutter, we even have a brisa to support it. Atanya boiras sichna maras shal yachad. Privately owned facilities, kaisen man sechem can fill them with water. V'chaytet nice and we can repair them. Pull out the mud, clear up the bar. Avalo shavinus again. You can't actually do a malacha like filling the cracks. V'chaytet nusechem you can't dig them deeper. V'leisad nice and besid you can't cover them with lime. That's because it's a yachad. But if it's a publicly owned facility, you can actually dig a new one. Or take an existing one and make it deeper. And cover it with lime. You can do malachis if the rabbin needs it. It's pretty clear from this price. But even Khafir is mutter to provide the rabbin with water that they need in Chalamayit. So this is a post-Rabbi He's fully supported by this price. But we still have a kasha. El kasha kamaisa. What happened to the first price on the Amid? That we've proven to be speaking where they need it. Because otherwise you couldn't even do chatita for the yachad. We're speaking that he needs it and they need it. So why does the price only allow chatita for the rabbi? Men al-chafira. El kasha kamaisa. Let's modify that price. So let's Reinterpret that price. The price reads like this: You can do chatita by a privately owned boy. When when he needs it, he has tzorich hamoyed. And of course, needless to say that you can do the same thing. You can be chaytet the boy shal rabim when they have it's tzorich. It's supplying them with water for chalamoyed. Because you know what? By the Rabbim. If they have a need for a new bar, you can do that as well. Exactly as we learned in the last price. Exactly as Rabbi Yechon taught us. And the price continues. However, to dig a new bar, even for public use, that is not allowed if they don't have a current need for this additional water facility. Of course, you can't do it for the yachid. Because in a case where he doesn't really need it for mayed use, not even repairing his pre-existing, but even just cleansing it, and clearing it, and unclogging it, unplugging it, would be asr as well. So bottom line is, it's pretty clear. By 
a privately owned facility. A Barshal Yachid. If there's a need, Tzorach HaMoyed, Chatita is Mutter. You clean it up, pull out the mud and the pebbles to make it suitable for use. So limited exertion is Mutter, but Chafira, to that extent, that type of Tircha, that's Asr, even for the Yachid when he needs it. By the Rabbim, we go a step up. Chatita is always Mutter. You never know what they need, what they don't need. Perhaps they'll need it tomorrow when the water gets depleted. It's an unpredictable situation. So that allows for Chatita, even if there's no current immediate use, immediate need. But if they actually have a need, you know for a fact they need this additional facility, even Chafir is Mutter. Because Tzorche Ram, public works, can be done even a Chalamayit. Vashi must listen to You know, I'll prove this from now, Mishnah. What am I proving? That when Rabbi Matzrichem lay, even Chafir is mutter. Nishan says, Diktani, Oysin called Tzorche Rabbi. You can perform all Tzorche Rabbi, all public works on Chalamayid. Now the word Koyla, Lasuyimai, what is it coming to add? Lav Lasuyi Chafir. You should not assume that it's coming to include this type of case. To dig a new bar for Tzorche Rabbi. That's all right. It's halacha loy. Perhaps not. La suya the sani is coming to include the following halacha. It's in the kavetz. It's a drachim on chalamoy. They go out and they remove the thorns, the obstacles, which are found on the roads after a long winter or after a, a long summer. Ulusakinas haruchayvays. Fix up the squares. Ves ha'is taratoyz the highways. Velomet have some Check the mikvahs. Make sure they have enough water. You direct 40 saw into the mikvah, you fill it up, make it kosher. Continues the price. How do we know that if Bezden, if the municipality, neglected their responsibilities, they didn't go out and check, they didn't inspect the roads. And the roads are impassable and dangerous. If subsequently, as a result of their neglect, blood gets spilled, accidents happen, Hashem considers it as though they're responsible for what happens. The person fails to put a, a railing around his roof. Any mishap that may occur is on his shoulders. Oh, says the Gemara, perhaps that's what the Mishnah means. All these activities are meant to be done. We're not speaking about digging new pits. What do you mean? <laughs> Take a look at the Mishnah. It already mentions these things. They repair the roads. Squares. with the mikvahs. So we went through the whole gamut of public works. What's the added voice in What's that for? What is that including? My love, apparently it's coming to include this case, digging a new pit. Which is mut even a chalamay. So in conclusion, we have the barsha ram and the barsha yacht. We have chatita, which means clearing up the bar, pulling out the pebbles to allow their proper use. We have chafir, digging a new bar. When it's a rabbin, chatita is always mutter. Whether or not you envision current, uh, current use of current need, you never know what they need in the future. Perhaps at the end of Yantov, they'll need it. 
whereas Chafira is mutter as well, but only when Rabbi Mitzrich, when you know there's a, a real acute need for it. By Yachid, you go a step down. By Chatita, that's mutter if he needs it. Chafira is never mutter. Continues the Gemara. Umitzayinus Akvaris. Mishnah says they mark the graves. They mark Tuma. So that people with Truma keep away and don't become Tami. Amar B'Shimon Pazi. Remez L'Tziyun Kvaris Minatayr Minayin. How do we know that there's an obligation to make a Tziyun, to mark, to identify Kvaris? Tamil Leymar, Pasuk says, V'ro'a etzem odom abona etzlai Tziyun. Rashi says, this is Lassad Lavi. V'cheskel Hanavi is Misnabi. Days to come, the antagonists of, uh, of Yisrael, the Goyim, will be scattered and their corpses will be metame. And they're going to make a tzion wherever they find the maze, the tumor. They're going to make a mark to identify the area to keep away. That's a marker from a pasuk that a tzion on top of a tumor is in place is appropriate. You know what I, I saw this when I was in Tzfas? They were there at the old base aquarius, so lots of rocks that are marked that are they painted with like a light bluish paint that's a tzion to mark the makam tumma places which are known to have a kvarim beneath them so all over the place you see these bluish painted rocks that's a tzion ubona et tzion it's a marker to identify the tumma so this is learned from a pasuk in Yichesk Amali Ravino Lavashi Ha this concept that you meant to make a tzion. Before Yecheskel Navi came around, who taught it to us? Meaning, we know that in a Navi, Rasha Lechalosh Dabar Ma'ata, we had this in the beginning of Megillah. A Navi can't introduce a new concept, a new mitzvah, a new chiv. How do we know before Yecheskel? If the only source is from Yecheskel, with Tameich. So he responded now, according to your way of thinking, I have a kasha. What about Rechizah's halacha? says, The following halacha was not learned from Moshe Rabbeinu's Torah. There's no source for it. In the Torah, We learn it from the words of Yecheskel. Which halacha? Kol ben Nechar, a kohen who's been estranged from Hashem. He's deviated from the path of Torah. Or a lave, his heart is stuffed up. Or a bosa, or for some reason. A medical reason they, they couldn't do a bris meal on him he's disqualified from serving the base now this is news we don't find this in the Torah this type of thing disqualifies a kohen who taught us beforehand apparently it's been handed down by tradition Necheskel merely comes along and he supports it with a Pasuk. He solidifies it, cements it in a Pasuk. But it wasn't his, um, his Chiddush. Hachanam here as well, regarding the Tzion on a caver, it was already known beforehand. Necheskel merely came along and he codified it in the Pesukim. But really, it was a previously known concept. Ravavo says, I have another source that one is meant to place a, a marker on a caver, on a dover tummy to keep the tahirim away. The Mitzurah calls out, I am tummy, the tummy, tummy yikra. 
we learn, Tuma Kairasli. The tomb itself calls out to you. Keep away from me. This is a right that it's meant to be an identifying marker on that kever. The tomb is addressing that the Adam Tar, keep away from me. Don't get entangled with me. We learn from this Pasak with Tommy, Tommy, you could tumma kaira live immersely. The tomb itself calls out to him, keep away from me. Keep far away, don't become tummy. Is it so that this pasuk of a tummy tummy yikra is coming to teach us this concept? We need it for something else. Hahu, that pasuk meboyle is needed. Look at this sanya for the following concept. Vitummy tummy yikra. We learn from here that a person who's tummy, who's experiencing hardship and sorrow, he's a matzira. He should call out. He should publicize his his condition. Notify all of his plight. Everybody should be aware of his hardship. In this way, everybody can be mishtatev and daven for him. It's like we say, in public, we want everybody to, to use their koyach, their schus, their tefillah sarabim to daven for him. Let everybody know that you're a tummy. So we really need a pasuk for, for this concept. How can we apply it for the Allah of Tzion? In Cain, if only for that, the pasuk would just say, the Tommy will call out. What's he calling out? He's telling them about his situation. My Tommy, Tommy. Why the duplication? Tommy, Tommy Yikra. Shamas Minotarati. Apparently, we see both things in this pasuk. Tommy Yikra. Let him tell everybody where he's holding. Number two, that the Tum itself calls out, I am Tummy. We make it see a marker on the grave, on the Tumma, which tells you, keep away. I once heard a beautiful Pshat, the Yetzirah is the Tummy. He really wants us to vanquish him, to defeat him. That's his job. He, he knows that Hashem is happier when we defeat him. He's just doing his job to challenge us, to make it more difficult for us, but he he really, he ultimately, he wants us to overpower him, because he also serves Hashem, and he knows that that's what brings Hashem happiness, so to speak. Anach. So deep down, the Yitzhar is telling you, despite all my uh, shenanigans, despite my uh, presentation, really, really, I want you to win me over. Red Tommy, the Yitzhar who is Tommy, Tommy Ikra calls out to you. I'm Tommy. Keep away from me. I wish you win me over. Don't fall from my presentation. Continues the Gemara. We're looking for uh, another Makkah. They meant to be Metzayin a Kaber. By Yamra Mahacha. If an Iver, they say to Miksha, don't place a stone block in front of a blind person. Mark the Kaber. This way you can steer clear of it. Rafapa Amar, another Pasuk. Vaimar, Soilu, Soilu, Panoderach, clear the roads of Tumma. Rachin Amar, Harimu Miksha, Maderach Ami. Lift the uh, stumbling blocks. Rabbisho, Bredar, Vidi Amar. We learn from this Pasuk, inform them on which the derech to go. Keep away from the tumma. Look, it's evidently tummy. There's a marker there. Separate. Vizarta means, as Rashi brings here. Do something which will ensure that they keep away from tumma. Watch over. Guard my ear. My true, which is meant to be guarded. 
make sure nobody gets tummy with their truma. Inform them. Tell them. Asum mishmeres mishmerati. Make a mishmeres, a safeguard for the thing that's meant to be safeguarded. Ravina Omar, v'sam derech arenu biyeshalakim. Rashi says v'sam derech means there, some they place a, a simon on the derech to know which way to go. Okay, so we have many makuris for this concept of yimutzai in a caver. Once we're on this pasuk, as the Gemara Omar Shuman Levi, Kol Hashem Erchoisev. So we darshan v'sham derech loshen of evaluating, contemplation, making a cheshbon, doing things with foresight. Kol Hashem Erchoisev. He plans out his his route. Rashi says, he makes a cheshbon. What am I going to lose? What am I going to invest? to get this mitzvah done, but look how much I'm going to gain. And likewise, pitiful hanah that comes from Avera versus the long-term punishment. So Shom is Lashon of Estimate. He values. He makes a proper cheshbon. Zoycha v'roya b'shu His fellow zoycha to Hashem Yeshua to have a successful eternity. Shanamar v'sam derech al-tikri v'sam instead of v'sam with a sin Ela Visham, we change it to Visham, Alashan of Shuma. Value, estimation. Ela Visham Derech, and therefore I renu Yeshalikim. There's a story, Rabbiyana Yahavalehu Talmida. Rabbiyana had a Talmud, the Cholyayma Vamakshilay. Every day he would just ask and ask, wouldn't let go. Very persistent and inquisitive Talmud. But he was careful, he had sensitivity. Vishabata de Rigla. On that Shabbos of Yom Tov, everybody gets together, and Rabbi was engaged in this major lecture. Well, you have a machshile. This Talmud suddenly is quiet, no questions. He didn't want to embarrass his Rebbe, lest he catch him off guard. And the Rebbe appreciated. Koreli, he applied on him this pasuk. V'sham derech arenu biyeshalakim. Says Rashi on the top line. Koreli v'sham derech. Shemachasha b'shoyis. This fellow had an understanding, had an appreciation, a sensitivity. When to ask, when not to ask. When it's appropriate to ask. In which hours it's inappropriate to ask. When it's a public setting, he might catch the Rebbe off guard and offend him, embarrass him. He kept quiet. Okay, back to the topic of Tzion, Kvaris. There's no need to mark a Kazayis of a Mace. There's no need to do that. Nor on a bone chip the size of a barley, which is only metami b'maga, if you actually touch it. It doesn't have the ability to be metami b'hoyil if you hover over it. And the concept of tzim is only to prevent inadvertent hovering. Because touching, you'll notice it. You can easily avoid it. Oh. Tzion doesn't apply, marking doesn't apply to something which is not metami b'oil. Aval, mitzayin ala shedra. But in the following cases, where there is tumas oil, you make tzion, shedra, a spine, of a meis, a skull, a rav binyan, most of his uh, a structure, skeleton structure, which is metami b'oil, a rav binyan, most of his bones. A binyan hameis. Ve'in mitzayin ala vadois, another thing. There's no need to mark something which is known. 
you know it. You don't get near it. But things which are not known, which are suffix, then atzion is required. For instance, ve'eloin asfekes, schachos, a prois. The Gemara soon will explain. Ubeis a pras, beis a pras is a a field in which there was a kever, which was overrun by a plow, it was plowed over. So the mace is dispersed throughout. That's another example of a of a suffix, and therefore you have to be it, you have to identify it, to keep them out of it. Furthermore, ve'ein ma'amid and tzion v'makim tum. There's no need. There's no we don't. We don't put the tzion right on the makam tumah. You know why? Because by the time you get there, it's too late. Sure, the hafsid is It's going to create hafsid. If he brings along the truma, it's turn, he's going to walk over to the tzion. By the time he gets there and realizes that it's a makam tumah, it's too late. So you have to mark it a bit, a bit at a distance to give him, a, give him the heads up before he actually encounters the tumah. But don't make it too far away. To avoid causing hefset, to uh, making more and more honest, more land atomic, meaning you're you're increasing the the, um, the radius of the tumma beyond what's necessary, and it's going to be treated like a makam tummy. You don't want to do that. So not too far, not too close, somewhere in the middle, just right. So that's the price. Now let's analyze the price. Price it began. You don't make tzion on a kazayis when Why? Because kazayis when in a matamib oil? Isn't the kazayis matamib oil, which is a prerequisite for tzion, v'atanya, or v'atanan, elusha matamib oil, kazayis when Certainly kazayis is one of those that can be matamib oil. Amra papa, you're right. But here, hacha b'kazayis metsun tzamaskina, we're speaking about an exact kazais, which is soon going to shrivel. The safe safe ultimately mixer chas, it's going to it's going to shrivel, and within a short while, it's no longer going to be matami. And therefore, we sacrifice the short term for the long term. Don't mark it, even though today, tomorrow, if somebody bumps into it, he'll become tummy. We're not concerned. Mutaf yisrefol of truma v'kachim will be shot. We'd rather. Take a chance of perhaps bringing Tuma to Truma to Kachim for the time being, for lack of identifying marker. Rather do that than mark it and have the mark sit there for long term, even beyond the necessary time because the Kazais at that point is already shriveled and non-existent. And people still continue treating it as a makam tumma, which is worse. We don't want to be a tumma the area unnecessarily. So give up the short term for the long term. While Yisrael of Loilam, rather than marking it and have people treat it like a makam tummy and burn truma with kachim forever, for the long term. The Raisa mentioned examples of uncertainties, svekis, which require its sin, to highlight the fact that there is tumma there. Veilahin has svekis. Schachos approach. What is that? Schachos is an Elon Hamesach Laretz. Lashon of schach, hovering, coverage, shelter. You have a tree hovering over the Aretz. Rashi explains. Typically they would put tumma underneath there, perhaps a maze. It's a makam tsunuan. So, in that situation, you have to make a marker. So that they all know there's a tumma there. Rashi, uh, she points out that it's really unknown. We don't really know for sure that there's a, 
a maister. It's a suffix. Rashi says it's ruggled. They're ruggled. They're accustomed to burying there. It's a covered, secure area, and therefore you have to mark it and treat it as tummy. Prois, likewise, is such a case as well. Avon and prois, together, you have some stones protruding out of the stone fence, and beneath it we we have to speculate that there's tumor. We have to mark it. Another example is the base of pras. What is that? Because it's not hachoyrish is a kever. One plows over. They plow over a kever. Harioisa base pras. The entire area is considered base of pras and is treated like a suffolk tumor. Vekama hu oisa. Until how far? Do we have the chashash that there are bones? How much plowing? How how far from the caver? Are we concerned about the plow having dragged part of the caver, part of the mace? Mulay mana, a plowful. May ama, which is generally 100 amas. Meaning up until 100 ama from the caver, you have to be chashish that the plow equipment dragged and dragged some remnants of the of the caver. So 100 ama radius all around this uh, caver is treated like a base pras. And you have to mark it as Tommy asks the Gemara. But you just told me that Sion only applies for a Tuma that has Tumas oil which doesn't apply to base pras. Since when is a base pras of Tumas oil? Rashi explains. He's on his way to do his carbon Pesach and he encounters a Besa Pras. How does he get through it? He just blows his way through it. Blows the bones away and goes through it. Apparently there was no Tumas oil there. Otherwise, he can't walk through a place that has Tumas oil. Furthermore, we learned from Rabbi Yehuda Bar Ami Mishmedu Ulamar. Besa Pras Shenidash Tor. The Besa Pras has been threshed, been trampled. Thoroughly trampled, in which case you know for sure there is no Etzim Kusar, there are no bones the size of which that could be Batami. Even trampled and crushed. Tar! Clearly, the concern is only touching a bone. There's no too much oil on the area. So, why would you mark it? Amar Papalikasha, the answer is there are two types of Besa Pras. Khan Besadash Avad Bakever. The Brysa, which requires marking a Besa Pras, is speaking about a Besa Pras where a caver went missing. Location unknown. A full caver sitting there. A caver is certainly metami ba'il. That has to be marked. That entire chsada where the caver went missing has to be marked. Because there's a potential Thomas oil lying there. Khan, but in those halachas that we just learned, that you can blow your way through it, etc. Which in the case that the concern is only scattered bones, we're speaking about a caver that was plowed over. Kever certainly no longer intact. The concern is only some random bones. As long as you inspect your way through there. As long as you ensure there are no bones, you're okay. So the price that speaks about marking a base of pras. You're telling me it's a base of pras where there is a full kever lying there. Location unknown. Is that called Besa Pras? You see, the word Besa Pras comes from Achilas Pras, porous, broken, crushed, a cover that was plowed over and dispersed. 
So do you mean to say that a Sada that has a, a caver intact is also called Besapras? In, yes. Vatanan, in fact, we have three. Shloisha Besaprasa. So apparently it's a borrowed term. We apply the term Besapras to all these cases. Sada Shenevad Bakever. A Sada where Kever went missing. Kever is intact somewhere. It's Matamabayel. Vesada Shenechash Bakever. Or a Sada where the Kever got plowed over and got dispersed and dismantled. And the third thing is a Vesada Boychen. A weeping field. What does that mean? Masada Boychen. Rabbi Shubar Abba Mishmedu Lomar, he explained. It's a Sada Shemaftirin Bamesim. Like Maftir. The last. Stage of the Kriya Satera. They, they deposit the Maestir, Rashi explains. At times they deliver the, the coffin from a different town. They bring it to this Sada, where the local Hever Kadisha takes over, local family takes over. And there's a Chashash of Tumah. Why? Vitamamai. Amra Bimim Mishmum Yush Balam Nogabur. Concerned about Yush Balam. Perhaps they abandoned the unknowingly left Loyalina part of the mace behind. Maybe there was some thing that the mace that got shed from the mace, mess. And that part is also Matame. And between both groups they just they overlooked it. They delivered, they picked up, and they overlooked that there was something there that was still uh, tummy that should have been scooped up. Sadebaycha is also a mocking which has Tumamidrab on it. So bottom line is, we have three types of Beis pras. The standard Beis pras is a Sada Shenechash Bokever. The Kever was plowed over. The concern there is no longer Tumas Oil. The Mesa is no longer intact. Regardless, concern is Maga. Coming to contact with those bones. And Enechanami, this type of Sada, doesn't need Siyun. Because Tzion only applies to a place which has too much oil. To ensure that you don't hover. You don't come too close to the place. Maga? Contact? You can, you can keep away. You can notice what you're doing. There's no concern there. And the Brysa, which discussed being Matzayin, a Besapras, is speaking about not your typical Besapras, where the Keva was plowed over. Rather, we're speaking about a Sada Shenevad Bokevra. But you know with certainty there is some Kevra sitting in that field. Which radiates to Masayil. Asks the Gemara, the Sada Shenechash Bakever Leboyitzin, you mean to say that if the Kever is plowed over, no Tzin is needed, because there's no Tumasayil, what time? Listen to this Brice. Matza Sada Matsuyanis. He's walking along the road and he encounters a field with a a marker, with that blue uh, paint all over. Ve'en Yodu Amativa. Now, he's not sure what's going on. What's wrong with this field? It can be one of two, uh, one of two options here. Is it a Sada Shenech Kever? In which case the Kever has been dispersed. In which case the concern is only the, the Atzamas, the bones. Which is something he can see on his own. He can inspect. He can be careful as he walks along not to encounter any bones. Is that the reason why they marked it? Or perhaps it was a Sada Shenevad book kever. There's some kever sitting in this field. That's not something that he can identify on his own. It's on the ground and he has to keep out of that field. Because Matami Boyle? So which one is it? 
Again, he finds a field with a tzion. There's no explanation provided. It's a tummy field. Why? Is it this or that? So how does he figure out? How does he go about it? So if he notices some trees in that field, then he knows trees are always cultivated by means of plowing around them. He knows this field has been plowed over, in which case it has a less severe form, less severe status, a lower level, based on pras. But if no trees are present, then he knows. The reason for the identifying markers of Tumah is because there's a kever sitting here. And that arouses more concern. You can't rely on this. On this. Simon, trees means uh, plowing. No. It only works if you have an elder. The elder Chacham, a Rav, a Talmud, who will confirm that this field has been plowed over. And everybody's an expert. Everybody knows what's going on. Meaning, just because there are trees there, doesn't necessarily mean that it's been plowed over. You can't be sure. You can be certain unless you know for a fact what's going on. In any case, it's pretty clear from this brisa that they mark both types of fields: nevad bokever and nechash bokever, which is inconsistent with what we said before that a nechash bokever doesn't need it to because there's no tumas oil. Amra papa kitanya he besad shavad bokever. The truth is that Bryce is discussing a sada where a kever went missing. Did say no? That's why they marked it because of the kever. That's matama boil. It's the only time you make it see when it's a sada should never be kever because of too much oil. And the Bryce meant like this: If you find trees there, now you know. After they marked it. Somebody came along and plowed over the field to take care of the trees. Now you know that the caver is no longer intact. It's been dispersed and dismantled. And it carries a different type of tumor, tumas maga. But if there are no trees present in this marked field, then you know it still has that caver somewhere in the field. Bottom line is, you only mark a sadash avad bakever because of potential tumas oil. But if you find trees, then you know that somewhere along the line it was plowed over afterwards. It's inevitable. They take care of the trees, they plow them. So you know there's no more kever intact. But otherwise, you have to be concerned about a real kever. Asks the Gemara. What are, what are trees going to tell you? Valeichosh, they're still concerned. Maybe they plowed around the trees which are situated closer to the center of this field, in the inner portion of the field, on the other side, but the kever is on the outside. On this side. The tree's over there, and the kever's here. The kever wasn't plowed over. Why is that indication that the kever was plowed over? Like tells us elsewhere, we're speaking where the trees are around the perimeter of the field. Apparently we're speaking about that same type of case. Trees are standing on the perimeter, near Shisarabim. And uh, we know that the, the tumor must be behind behind the trees and been plowed over when they took care of the trees. Still, Maybe the caver uh, the is sitting deep down in the field. 
and the trees on the outside. What, what, what do the trees have to do with the cavern, which perhaps is situated in the interior portion of the field? We're speaking that the trees aren't neatly lined up. They're arranged in a haphazard manner. They're just mixed up. In which case, the entire field was plowed. The entire field is the and was plowed to cultivate those trees. So the Ilanais am Urv There's no area in the Sada clear of trees. In which case, you know, the Harisha for the trees inevitably took apart the cave. Another territory to Yukasha would be as follows. What's your kasha? And maybe uh, the field is marked, but the tumor is deep in the field, away from the trees. Ha'amar, but haven't we said earlier, you don't do that. You don't put the marker at a distance from the tumor. Ein marchikin tziyun. Ein malkam tumor. Shloi lahas, there's Yisrael. You don't place tziyun at a distance from the tumor. You don't want to create unnecessary tumor at Yisrael. And since you found the tziyun right next to the trees, you assume that's where the Tumor was located and was plowed up when they cultivated the trees. Rabbi the added, no, you can't rely on this simon. Just because there are trees, it was plowed, and it was plowed, there's no more cave, no. Actually, and Talmud, you need an authoritative figure telling you what to do. It's not something that everybody can understand and figure out. Every situation is different. You need somebody to tell you authoritatively what's going on. Amar Abayi no, we learn from here, Tzubim Rabbanon Deik Bemasa, when there's a young Talmud Chacham residing in a city, he is responsible for all the goings on in the city. Kol Mili Demasa, all things pertaining to the city, Alei Ramya, are sitting on his shoulders, he's responsible for communal affairs. So although he's sitting and learning all day in Beit Samedrus, he has to keep an eye out, look after his city. That's just his responsibility as a Talmud Chacham. Okay, let's do a quick hazard of today's daf. What about uh, water supply facilities? Can you repair them? Can you build them? So repairing is chatita, pulling out the tzroi Rashi says, clearing them, cleaning them. That can be done by the Bar Shel Rabin, whether or not they actually need it right now. By the Yachad, only if he actually needs it. Construction of a new facility, that's muta for the Rabin if they need it. For Chalamayit. Whereas by the Yachad, that's never allowed. Because the special hatter, Tzorche Rab, can be done on Chalamoyed. What else do they do on Chalamoyed? They fix the roads, the mikvahs. They will sign the kvaris, which is sourced in many, many psukim. What exactly do we make a tzion? Only when it involves a potential Tomas oil, where there's a concern that the traveler might inadvertently lean over it and become tummy. We only do it when it's a suffix, but when it's a known cave, there's no need to mark it. You place the tzien pretty close to the tomb, not too far away. Not too close, not too far. When there's excitement, some too much in any case. It's going to disintegrate, we leave it alone for the time being. And when it's saying, a besapras, in this case, besapras means a soda should never be a caver. So it's somewhere in the caver, in the soda, it was not plowed over. Concluded with a turban Rabbanon who lives in the city has to look out for the city. And we have that story about the Talmud who was careful and sensitive to his Rebbe not to embarrass him and he applied the Pasuk V'sham derech ar'enu b'yeh shalakim 
Surah's Tevis, and much, much Hatzlachati.